0: Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Alex King and this is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy that you decided to join us today and uh, Alex has been uh, kind of on extended leave lately dealing with stuff but she's back. Her smile is back. The only thing that's missing is the unicorn headphones. They'll probably appear at some point but uh, I'm getting
1: new equipment so that's that they'll come back then.
0: You're getting new equipment. Oh okay. All yeah. right. Well Hey, it's great to have you back with or without them. I, well, so I just you. wanted to tell you that. Yeah. Glad to be I back. Mean, the the only bad part is that Dan can't join us today, so the three still aren't together yet, but yeah. we're getting closer. You know, you kind of have <laughs> it's micro-shifting, right? Just taking one little step at a time.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you only got two out of the three studios. That's
0: the problem. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't figured out whether I'm Moe, Larry, or Curly, but we'll leave that for another conversation. I don't difference.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> But anyway, we actually have uh, a topic today that <laughs> it, when I saw it, it kind of blew my mind because mm. I knew that it was going to be you and me, and I mm. needed to find something that would be appropriate for the two of us, and so I was just kind of perusing Facebook, and I stumbled on this this one post that a person posted today. Uh, obviously he's dealing with a lot of stuff and you'll know why in a moment, but uh, let me just read it first and then let's see what you and I can do to kind of help this guy out. And, and I'll share with him, uh, you know, the link to this podcast so that he can play it back and maybe it'll be a benefit to him. Yeah. But uh, I'll I'll just say up front. I mean, this guy, I I admire him. I kind of wonder what's going on beyond Mm -hmm. what he's posting here, but, There aren't many people. I can't remember the last time I saw somebody being this direct. And I think that's kind of what's catching me by surprise here.
1: (laughs) I remember the exact post that was this direct. And it was, oh, was it somebody? Somebody was someone's boyfriend or fiance or whoever was cheating on them. And they didn't, they wanted to keep them in their lives, but they didn't know how to go about it. And the comments. Hmm. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I can just imagine. Yes.
1: (laughs) But that's the last time I remember someone being that honest.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll we'll, we'll let our listeners decide Mm -hmm. how close this is to that one. So Mm -hmm. anyway, here's what he had to say. He says, so I'm going through a season of confusion of who I am currently. And here are some truthful and ugly traits of my personality that I don't like about myself. And I need some help and tips in manifesting the better me. So the ugly and honest traits. Number one, I am a full-blown liar. I do it to get attention and to get my way. Heck, I even do it just to have something in common so the other person doesn't feel left out. Mm -hmm. Number two, it's hard for me to be focused. I love to do different activities such as TikToks, writing songs, or short stories. I love to study marketing and many other corporate and business topics. It comes to a point where I just don't know what to focus on. Like, for example, I want to build a social media marketing agency, but I also want to become an actor and a songwriter. I just don't know where to put my focus on. Third, I'm not responsible from paying bills to falling through a commitment. I'd rather just do me the way I like to, laying around eating Cheetos pretty much. Fourth, I'm shy around women when it comes to making friends to hopefully go on a date. I go full-blown chicken, LOL. <laughs> and I have many other disgusting traits that I hate about myself. He says, please don't discourage me by saying, and I just lost the uh feed here. Oh, here we go. Please don't discourage me by saying, once a liar, always a liar. I'm trying to break that. I just hate who I am. So, like, I mean that's probably one of the most brutally honest posts I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And I shared it with you and your reaction was, wow. So beyond wow, what, what, what was your, what were you thinking about when you saw this?
1: I was like, well, first of all, I was like, okay, this is multi-layered. So many things going on and where do we start unpacking? So because I use the word unpacking, I'm going to say the first thing you need to do is think about therapy. Because this is not a, well, I'm going to post this on Facebook, get all the answers I need. This is going to be years of work. So that's that was my first thing. Second thing I thought of was don't hate on yourself for laying on the couch and eating Cheetos. Everybody needs a self-care day. So you can you can take a couple of hours out of your day and lay on the couch and watch a movie and eat Cheetos. I wouldn't do it every day. I wouldn't do right. it all day. But you take, take some time for yourself um what was the other thing college is a good idea for someone who has a lot of things that they want to focus on but can't figure out how to combine them all into one thing it sounds mm-hmm. to be like all his things that he wants to do he can combine them into one thing He just yes, gotta figure out did. how he can do that it's all based on social media basically except well yeah acting and songwriting and TikToking is all Is all one thing now, so.
0: (laughs) That's true, especially in the COVID era, so. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. So yeah, that's, that's not hard to get into, but yeah, I would suggest therapy and college and don't be so hard on yourself. Now the lying thing. Hmm. That's, um. I would say acknowledgement is the first step. You know, you have a problem and you're admitting to it. So that's the first step in the right direction. And again, I suggest therapy because i'm not a licensed therapist i don't think i could help you in that area
0: that's a fair and honest answer <laughs> to a fair and honest post and what i'll add on thought? to that by saying i i don't know what what motivated him to post this mm-hmm. uh, but if he really is coming clean about being a liar i say good on him for doing that yeah that's yeah. not something that a habitual liar is willing to do most of the time. That's a unless this is thing.
1: part of their game. Cause I watch a lot of catfish and this is how it starts.
0: That's also a possibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess the real question isn't whether or not he is lying to us. The real question is, are, is he lying to himself? Facts. Cause here's the thing. You can try to lie to yourself, but yourself knows better.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just can't pull the, the wool over your own eyes. Try yeah. as you might, you can't do it. There's always yeah. some piece of you that knows, ah, yeah, yeah, here's, I know you. Here's the real truth about what's going on here. So, I had a
1: lying problem when I was a kid
0: and let me tell you, you how my mom
1: snapped me out of it.
0: <laughs> so, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I forget what I had lied about, but this time I got caught and she, um, made me write this, the lyrics to this specific song called Dear Liar. And it was by TLC. And she made me write the lyrics out five times. So I had to listen to the song over and over and over again. Cause this is before, you know, you can Google the lyrics. This is when you had right. to like listen, rewind, play, rewind, play. So I had to listen to the lyrics. So it's ingrained in my head what lying does to you and <laughs> does to other people. And I was
0: like, you mm-hmm.
1: savvy heifer. Wow. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I was well, like, 12, so but it, yeah, you, you were reprogramming your mind. You were kind of doing it under duress. Yeah, but you were reprogramming you your mind to to think about it differently.
1: Yeah, it makes you stop and think. Okay, what is the purpose of this lie? What is it going to get me? Is it going to, you know, get me anything in in the long run in 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 a good way? And most of the time, the answer is no. If not all the time, the answer is no. So yeah, that was that was how it worked for me.
0: And yet he makes the point. He says, I do it to get attention and to get my way. So, I mean, no matter what, no matter how negative something is, mm-hmm. no matter how undesirable it is, there's always a payoff, isn't there?
2: Yeah. That's if, why if we you continue, continue really to do it. Continue, yeah. Yeah.
0: And apparently he dug deep enough to realize he's self-honest enough to say, I do it to get attention. Well, yeah. that's probably what a lot of liars do it for. Facts. Yeah. You know, uh, there, there are, I mean, My wife is a former psychotherapist and I, I interview life coaches every single day practically on the show. Mm -hmm. So I have, I have some familiarity with the fact that, you know, people will do whatever it takes to get attention, even if it's negative. Yeah. If that's the only kind of attention they can get, they'll get it. Yeah. They'll do whatever it takes to get it. If it Mm -hmm. means getting into trouble, they'll get into trouble. And that's
1: a trait that you see with a lot of people that are. I'm not gonna say a lot of people, okay. There there are a very few people that um are into acting, singing, songwriting, TikToks mainly, that are liars and, and they just wanna be in the in the center of things. They just wanna be the center of attention. They just wanna be focused on. So they'll do whatever they can, any any way, shape, or form to be in the in the in the light. That's what they'll do.
0: And I think it's fair to point out that. I I wouldn't want to put an exact percentage on it, but I'll just say the large majority of Mm -hmm. songwriters who are really successful Mm -hmm. come from really awful backgrounds. Facts. That's where they get their material from.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's how they write
0: songs. Yeah, that so many people can relate to because that's that's what they're drawing on. They're drawing on this background. I'm sorry. I've got these new headphones and they have a tendency to just give audio playing the theme music so i'll just i'll, I'll just put that away for now
1: <laughs> you get the theme music twice today
0: <laughs> I, I i haven't quite figured out how these things work yet there are instructions the instructions don't match the exact way that they operate so i'll just have to sit oh, I down with when them that and happens play. it's tough when your headphones lie to you <laughs> it's just
1: <laughs> see it's not good for anybody when people lie. it's
0: not good for anybody no no but getting back to our friend here um The fact that he acknowledges that this thing has been going on, that there's a payoff is a big deal, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, like you said, he could be catfishing. He could be trying to pull the wool over everybody's eyes, including himself. Mm -hmm. Um, He's going to find, well, he probably already knows this, that pulling the wool over his own eyes doesn't work no matter what he tries to do.
1: I mean, it may work, but it works for like five seconds. And then like, where's the joy in that? Would you rather have long-term joy or just five seconds of joy?
0: Good point. Yes, there is, there is even then some payoff, Yeah. but it's a very meager payoff compared it to is. what you can yeah. have through other means. And then you got to so, do it again
1: and again and again, and it's like continuously. a web of lies.
0: We can even think of famous people who are liars who lie all the time, and they, they've made a, a career out of it. And mm-hmm. I think <laughs> it's fair to say, if you really look at what goes on in their lives, are they really all that happy? <laughs>
1: I know one specific celebrity who's not too happy right now, who is a pathological liar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to avoid going that direct, but yes, that is an excellent example. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, well, so there's goodness in the fact that he admits that he is a liar. Mm -hmm. Is there also value in pointing out to him that there's, there are good things he can get, and there it goes again. The good things that he can get that actually will contribute to his well-being by telling the truth. Because what we're talking about here is a payoff. So if he's going to replace lying, he needs to yeah. replace it with something else that has an equal or better payoff. Otherwise, why bother to do it?
1: Well, I'll tell you one thing. This whole lying thing isn't going to get you anywhere with friends and women. I'll tell you that right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> eventually everyone sees through you. And then no one which, will put up with you.
0: Which was like item four on the list. So it kind of yeah. connects together.
1: That's that's what I was getting at. Yeah. And I'm like, if you're having trouble making friends and and talking to women, starting off with a lie doesn't really get you going in the right direction.
0: Not really. No. No. no definitely not. Whereas doesn't. if you start being honest. Yeah. Well, there are a few things that's that are tied in there. And I think especially where um, an intimate relationship is concerned, but also with just where a regular friendship is concerned, mm-hmm. a true friend or a true friend slash lover mm-hmm. is someone with whom you're vulnerable. That's yeah. what makes it such a good relationship. That's yeah. what makes it so valuable. It's also a scary about a relationship. I mean, yeah, can't make. nobody wants to be hurt. Nobody wants to go through getting, you know, the, getting their sides ripped out because they trusted somebody. And it didn't work out the way they hoped or expected it would work out right but on the same token there's no such thing as a great relationship that is not vulnerable facts it it, it just they don't exist i mean anybody out there who's ever created one send an email to walt at net (laughs) and tell us about it because we really want to hear about this first time only deal but other than that (laughs) the first time only deal
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how long it lasts.
0: I give it five months. Five months max, yeah. Yeah. With me, it was more like five minutes, but that's another story. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, there is a definite value to telling the truth and to being Mm -hmm. vulnerable. That When you're telling truth to somebody, vulnerability goes along with that because Mm -hmm. now you're open to them criticizing you or being mean to you in some way or whatever, and that's scary. By the same token, this is where the real value is. When you're vulnerable with somebody and that person treats your vulnerability with respect, Mm -hmm. that's an entirely different feeling. Yeah. entirely different experience. And that's something I think we tend to forget.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Being understood is huge, huge thing for me. And that was the one thing I found in Kenny is that he understood me and still accepted me for who I was. And if I was lying about who I was, then... That that surface, like how do you how do you get past that? Like how do you? I don't I don't know I don't know how I if if I was lying about something and then got found out later, like how do you move past that?
0: Well, you couldn't I don't think, and the reason yeah. is if you're lying about who you are, because that's essentially what that is, yeah. lying about who you are, and and he is being understanding of that person that persona that you're putting out there.
1: That's not well, you. That,
0: his understanding isn't going to connect with you. Right. Right. You'll connect with your persona, but the persona isn't you. Exactly. <laughs> so you won't experience it. Yeah. And that's you know? where all the joy is. It's in that. Mm-hmm. It's in that experience of, of the understanding of, of yeah. and not just understanding of acceptance of love. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Of, of appreciation, you know, it, being appreciated for it, it's it's like uh, with an actors. Actors love playing roles and they love being appreciated for their acting role, but they don't like being appreciated for being the character.
1: Oh, no. You see actors all the time that get called by their characters' names when they're in the street. They hate that.
0: They hate that. <laughs> what they want to be appreciated for is that they were able to portray the character. Yes. Not Thank for you being for my skills, character.
1: but this yeah. is my real name.
0: <laughs> That's right. And I have a real personality and so forth. Mm-hmm. I mean, just as... Now, this is an example most listeners won't know about. Um, it's from a... UK television program that Louise and I had been into for years called "As Time Goes By," starring mm-hmm. Judy Dench, named mm-hmm. Judy Dench, and her co-star was an actor named Jeffrey Palmer, who just passed a few days ago. Oh um, wow! One of the, one of the things that uh, he was—he was ninety-three years old. He would had a good life. Oh, all and,
2: right then.
0: <laughs> but uh, one of the things Judy commented about Jeffrey was that it, it, uh, the uh, television series was a comedy, and he was mm-hmm. a deadpan comic. He he could just deliver. Any any line, just totally deadpan. And he was brilliant at it. Mm -hmm. So the character he played was a curmudgeon that would be perfect for somebody who deadpans. You know. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: And she says, that's not at all who he was. On the set, he was playful. He was like a prankster. He was always trying to get everybody else laughing and so forth until it came time to play the role. And then he fell into the curmudgeon role. Right. So that's what we're talking about. Yeah, he wanted to be appreciated for his ability to play the role, not for being the role. If he had been appreciated for being Lionel Hardcastle, which was the name of that character, he would have hated yeah. that part. Right. Because that wasn't maybe him. that's
1: something he could do. Is if he likes acting, then that's that's a way to be a liar, but like, on as a hobby. You know what I mean? Like, you're not. That's not that's, that's not your point. life. <laughs> that's not your life, but that's your job. You could do that. That's right. That way you get that part of you out and you can be the real you in real life.
0: Now, an important piece of that is you actually have to be the real you in real life. Otherwise it won't work.
1: Yeah. You can't be lying at at work and at home.
0: No, that won't do it. That won't cut the mustard at all. But if you're willing to make the the effort and take the steps to become a truth teller in your Mm -hmm. real life, Oh God. I mean, isn't that the best kind of role for an actor? It's the role of the bad guy. Because yeah. then they get to be the bad guy with all the negative consequences.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah, That's what they like it for so much. So it, that becomes kind of an out, kind of a way to, to let go and, and release all that stuff. Facts. So, all right. Well, there's a few ideas for him. Let, let's look at the second thing that he talked about. He said you know, this is where he was listing some of the things that he enjoyed doing. He liked doing TikToks, uh, writing songs, short stories, marketing, corporate and business topics. Um, he wanted to be an actor, songwriter, social media marketing agency he wanted to build. So he has a lot of these interests there. He says he can't focus on any of them. And I, I wanted to bring that point up. What is it that you think might be blocking him from his focus? I can think of a couple of things, but I thought I'd ask you first.
1: I think he's got too many things that he wants to focus on. He needs to pick one at a time or find a way to combine all of, all five of them or whatever it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah certainly he needs to be able to focus and he says so yes. he says it's hard for him to focus. So choosing is oh, certainly a good idea.
1: I think um, scheduling scheduling is a good idea and create, creating a schedule for every day, even including your Cheeto hour. I would yeah. schedule some time for songwriting, schedule some time to do TikTok, schedule some time, you know, do everything you want to do that day. And then eventually you're going to weed out what you don't like and what you do like. And then you'll be able to focus on that.
0: Yeah, that's along the lines of what I had in mind too. Mm-hmm. Because I think what happens is when we're presented with, to, when we're presenting to ourselves a list of things that we like and we aren't sure where to focus our attention or what to turn it into our career or whatever, it's because we never really tried any of them out very much. Yeah. We got to try them out also even what if it's good at? for short term well even before what you're good at I mean I pursued a career that I was good at but I didn't like it
1: yeah well you, it's got to be both you got to be it's got to be both like... yeah
0: <laughs> yeah I mean but even if it's not something that you're good at it's really it's I think it's absolutely essential that it be something that you like yes whether you're good at it or not almost doesn't even matter in my opinion just because even if you're not good at it you'll learn True. Like just your passion is going to just carry you through and you'll learn over time. That's part of the Okay, Then
1: passion carry. is what I wanted so to go at. with. Not good at.
0: Yeah. The passion yeah. is really the important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but even more than that, just by trying things out, you can, you can start editing the list. Yeah. By editing. I don't mean just removing stuff from the list. I mean, adding stuff to the list too. Yeah. Cause. Right, you never know you try, what
1: like, to do to what.
0: Right. So you try TikToks for a while and. Mm-hmm you thought they were really going to be fun, but you find they're really boring, but you like videos. You like making yeah. videos. You just don't want to be posting them on TikTok all the time and, and limiting them to a minute because that's just yeah. limiting for you. Mm-hmm. And so you find stuff out like that and you add videos making to the list and take TikToking off the list or whatever. But the right. point is you work your way through stuff and you discover new ideas. Mm-hmm. And that's really the, to me, that's one of the biggest parts of the creative process is simply trying things out. Yeah. I think probably the biggest waste of time I, I engaged in for, years in my life was just sitting back and trying to figure out what I would like. Mm-hmm. You can't figure it out. You got to try it. You got to try it out. If you can't try it, you can't figure it out. You don't have enough data. You can never get enough data. Facts. Cause the only data that counts is the one that you experience. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other.
1: <laughs> That's why we're here.
0: <laughs> That's right. We're here to live it, to do it, yeah. to enjoy it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we're on the same page there. He, he just needs to, to try some stuff out. Like you pointed out, some of those are very easily combined together. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to. It's not like you no. have to combine them together. Well, that's yeah, why I suggested
1: college, because awesome. I'm like, you can have like 75 different classes if you wanted to.
0: True. Well, I'm not and, sure about well, 75. Well, that's a pretty no, busy literally. <laughs> That's a
1: lot of credits. <laughs> you graduated right, by four times. 75 another. classes
0: a day, and then I have lunch. <laughs>
1: It's Cheeto hour.
0: <laughs> Cheeto hour, right. <laughs> That's where you uh, decompress. press. <laughs> now, of course, he could conceivably have a problem where the college is concerned because his third point is he's not responsible, and that includes paying the bills. Mm-hmm. Um, also he responsible he's responsible enough to
1: get someone who is responsible enough to do that.
0: So Sometimes you need to
1: hand your wallet over and just say, mm-hmm. could you do this for me?
0: Mm, interesting idea yeah
1: or they have like a million apps that'll do it for you too Mm-hmm. i mean there's even the funny ones that tell you okay you spent too much at blockbuster today that's enough don't didn't you have enough coffee yeah i like those <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it also occurs to me that there's there's a common factor to all these. Now, we haven't even done the fourth one yet. Well, let's bring the fourth one in, and then I'll go okay. to what I think is a common factor. The fourth one, <laughs> I'm shy around women. When it comes to making friends, to hopefully going on a date, I feel full-blown chicken, and he laughs at that. So, that you, you kind of addressed that one before. Um, well, that's the he's a to that? Bottom Talk line. He, well, he's...
1: He's fake. So he can't if you can't be real with yourself, you can't be a real person. Therefore, you're going to be shy and awkward around other people because you're waiting for them to engage in the conversation. So you can you can make yourself part of what they're talking about. But in reality, you have to bring something to the table. So if you're not doing that, then you're not going to enjoy the conversation, which makes it awkward, which is why you're shy.
0: I'd say it's uh well described and he actually summarizes it very nicely in his last sentence in the post. Mm-hmm. After he says I have many other traits that he describes as disgusting um and he, he puts in his disclaimer don't tell me once a liar always a liar he says I'm I'm trying to break that habit but I just hate who I am that's the bottom line.
1: Well yeah post, that's he's what describing as done. somebody
0: yeah that's somebody who has a really massive problem with his mm-hmm. own self esteem. Yes. And it's going to be true regardless of whether he's catfishing us or not.
1: <laughs> that's yeah. what's
0: so cool about it. <laughs> it becomes a very easy solution. Yeah. look at that first.
2: Yeah. So you got to start you with your start last. There.
0: Yep. Yeah. That That's the beginning point. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of different ways. We've talked about many of them here on the show. A lot mm-hmm. of different ways to go about, you know, improving self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the case of somebody like him who knows he's already identified some of his blocks, some of his resistance points. That's, that puts him well ahead of many people who are trying to self-diagnose, trying to, you know, yeah. figure out how to improve their lives and so forth. So he gets credit for that. Um, so once you have some ideas about that, well, the next step is what can you do in order to appreciate yourself
2: more?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, we had Debbie Garcia on the show on Tuesday, a friend of Daniel's and mine, uh, okay. we met through the David Strickle workshop. Um, from oh, a few Saturdays ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was she was basically giving us some really cool input on. Well, first of all, she was telling her story, which is a it, it's one of those um, down in the pits, climb back up stories that are very, very inspiring.
1: Cinderella stories.
0: Uh, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Although in this case, Cinderella basically ended up homeless, you know, so. Not yeah. Quite
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she had no um, shoes and her pumpkin turned.
0: Yeah, well, the pumpkin (laughs) turned into a beach. (laughs) That's where they were living. They were living on a beach, yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, Cinderella did get a castle in the end, so, you know.
0: This is true. And she has her own castle now. She has her own um, three-story condo, so, you know. Nice. Yeah, she's had a big turnaround, and a lot of it she attributes to uh, what David Strickle and the uh, TYA boot camp taught her. Um, But anyway, uh, among the things that we were talking about on Tuesday was the importance (laughs) of of building yourself up, of yep. focusing on gratitude. Gratitude for her was a really, really big deal.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: we usually think about gratitude in terms of being grateful for stuff outside of ourselves. But that's only a half of it. The other half is yeah. being grateful for ourselves, appreciating ourselves. Because mm-hmm. that's really the foundation of, of self-esteem, of feeling good about yourself, loving yourself, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, he says very clearly he hates himself. Well, okay. Now you know what you got to work on. That's probably, like you said, it's number one, it's job one is working mm-hmm. on that. And it begins with being grateful and appreciative. So how do you do that? Well, why not just start with the things that you can appreciate that you know about you already have yes. mentioned a few of them. He says that, uh, let he loves studying marketing and, and many other corporate and business topics. Okay. So you have something you can appreciate about yourself, mm-hmm. something that you're, presumably fairly good at because you have such an interest in it. Yeah. He he likes acting and songwriting. Okay. Well, there's something else to appreciate about yourself. He probably has already written some stuff that he can sing or that, you know, he's presented for other people to sing. He's probably done, done a little acting. And so he has some, some sense of what he can do there. So he has things, skills, activities, events that he's been able to experience that tell him, Hey, here's my good side. Yeah. This what I bring to the table. Exactly. And that's the starting point, you know? So, and, and I think really what we're trying to do is we're trying to get a new pattern started, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because the more that we tell that old story about how I'm such a liar and I'm a cheater and I'm, I'm irresponsible and I'm a horrible person to be around, the more we're going to get all kinds of ideas about how to tell ourselves and how to tell everybody else that I'm a liar, I'm a cheater, I'm a irresponsible, I lay around eating Cheetos all day. I mean, we, we can just keep you making the story need to up come over and over and over player.
1: again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just Why, don't, why not just change the story?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: I mean, if you, if you were him and you were in that place, where would you begin? Knowing your own life, let's, let's just put it into your own life, if you, if you had been that person, because you kind of said earlier you, you dealt with a, a lying problem younger in your younger age. What did mm-hmm. you do? What, what, where did you start appreciating yourself?
1: Um, hmm. Where did I start appreciating myself? I, I, I think I started <laughs> with the fact that um, I, no matter what, at the end of the day, I'm a great friend
0: hmm elaborate on that what does that mean that you're a great friend
1: um people come to me for advice i always give honest answers whether you want to hear it or not and and people know that about me so that that's why they still come to me and i'll still be there for you whether no matter which way you take the advice
0: that's a big deal yeah. Uh, in fact, that's probably something he can latch onto fairly easily because if you mm-hmm. can go into a public social media forum and admit I'm a full blown liar, yeah. it probably means you don't have a whole lot of difficulty with being direct. Yep. <laughs> which is what you're talking about. You know, yeah. You, you just exactly. said it. You know, I'll give you I'll give you the the honest truth. You may not like it, but I'll give you the honest mm-hmm. truth. Well, yeah. That's actually that's a good thing. Yeah. Having that kind of honesty, that kind of directness. I mean, he he probably will need in some way to learn to uh, mute the bluntness a little bit, just because blunt can be a little bit hard for people. Mm-hmm. But he'll learn that because he'll get the feedback, he'll get the yep. input. You know. But the point that was is, another he's got thing kind of that
1: ability. really um, got to me was when he said, uh, "Oh, what part was it?" He said something about, "I lie to make the other person feel included or feel better or something like that."
0: Yeah. Yeah, he he said just that. He said, um, I even do it just to have something in common so the other person doesn't feel left out.
1: Yeah. Um, other people's feelings don't matter when it comes to lying because you're not, it, it it it's confusing to me. It doesn't make sense. how You're lying to make someone else feel better. Sugar coating, I understand, kind of, sort of. I don't do it, but I kind of, sort of, understand it. But full out lying just to make someone else feel better, it's not good for either person in the in the conversation. So you're wasting time.
0: It occurs to me that someone who is as direct and blunt as he apparently is, and kind of similar to you in this sense, mm-hmm. is someone who probably would not appreciate or perhaps even notice um, fine distinctions in degrees of lying. Yeah. You know, so, well,
1: that's me. I'm, I'm like sugarcoating and lying is the same thing to me. So
0: exactly, exactly. Like, and, it's and a
1: waste and of time at the end of the day.
0: Honestly, it is. I mean, that's why they call certain kinds of lies little white lies, right? It's a way of yeah. trying to soften them to make them a little bit better. They're still lies. But
1: that's that's a gateway lie. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. It's a way, but it's also a way of justifying the lie. And yeah, I mean, I I can conceive and concoct situations. I, I'm sure many people could where you can kind of justify lying it, mm-hmm. I mean it's possible to do that I I think what I'm wanting to point to is that it's not about perfection here mm-hmm. it's not about always telling the truth
2: right as
0: opposed to always lying it's not mm-hmm. it's not about that because as, as Daniel has pointed out to us numerous times it's almost impossible to make the gigantic leap from where you are to where you want to be if that if those two things are diametrically opposite to each other,
1: yeah, there's no miracle there way out of, it, out of this. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna yeah. be a long road, no matter which way you go.
0: Which means you have to take steps.
1: Yes, you got to one you gotta step
0: at shift. a time. Yeah, you don't try to take one giant leap to get from beginning to end. You take steps, as Daniel calls them, micro shifts or micro steps, yep. and you just take them one step at a time, at whatever mm-hmm. pace you can take them, in order to get to your destination. Well, in this case, the destination is being a truth teller. Yep. Okay, well, just start telling the truth more often.
1: Also, to help with this lying thing, um, back when I did have my lying problem, someone had told me that it takes 14 or 21 days to break a habit. So Mm -hmm. if you continuously do something for 21 days or continuously stop doing something for 21 days, eventually that'll just go into your programming and that'll become your new habit. So you could try that.
0: And I, I think there's a good uh idea behind that because what you're basically talking about is repeating the same new behavior over and over again in order to embed it to kind of yes imprint it on the subconscious mind so it's always there to draw mm-hmm. on
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that, that's valid the other thing that i would remind also is along the way don't beat yourself up if you slip
1: yes that is huge
0: because that's so easy to do especially if it's been if you're a chronic liar Yeah, it's gonna be very easy to slip into lying again. And then I did it again. And you're beating yourself up all the place. Don't beat yourself up. Instead, focus attention on rewarding yourself every time you tell the truth.
1: Yeah, just refocus. It's like when you're on your diet, and it's like, Oh, no, I had a couple extra calories. Okay, well, don't wash the whole day or the whole week and say diet starts Monday. Just have a glass of water and start over.
0: You don't even have to start over. You can start with where you were. What happened before you had the extra calories? Well, you actually had a good breakfast. Yeah. So how about applauding yourself for having a good breakfast? Mm-hmm. Because now so you're on the topic good of stuff what on a you snack, prefer. but
1: have a good lunch.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you know you didn't you didn't do what you wanted to do. You didn't hit your goal with you know the lunch. That's all right. You got the breakfast right. Let's go for the dinner. And if you're going to do an afternoon snack, go for the snack. Being, you know, I don't know what, uh, a cup of yogurt instead of uh, the Cheetos or whatever it is.
1: <laughs> the Cheetos.
0: <laughs> yeah. The point is, instead of, instead of beating ourselves up, look for every single time that we did something right and appreciate it. Yes. Because the more that we do that, the more familiar our subconscious minds come become to the idea that we're doing things right.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: that we're telling the truth. I mean, if it's about truth-telling, every time you tell someone the truth, give yourself a little pin, pat on the back. Yeah. I just told the truth. Hooray.
1: <laughs> but don't do it expect every time. other people to give you credit because that's where the self-esteem comes in.
0: That's right. Yes. This is not about getting uh, somebody else to tell you you did a good job. This is about getting yeah. you to tell you. Yeah, you, you
1: give you yourself your job. own kudos.
0: That's right. Exactly mm-hmm. right. It's a great point because because often we'll kind of turn that around and, and look for somebody else to give us the the feedback, and that's not the place to look for it.
1: That's a lot uh, of things where... that my friends are going through now is is leaning on other people for their self esteem. And It's like, but it's self esteem. It's the yeah, steam they call it that for a reason.
0: <laughs> right? Exactly. That's why they call it self esteem. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, mirror exercises are good for that. Um yep. If you're an actor, mirror exercises are great and fun. <laughs> and fun. And if you're not familiar with what a mirror exercise is, you do it every day. You get in front of a mirror and you start telling yourself all the reasons why you love yourself, you appreciate yourself, all the things that you're doing right, all of all the reasons why um, you like the, the, the certain things that you've, you've done during the day. You skip over the stuff that you didn't like. You just focus on the stuff that you do like. Yep. And you just keep reinforcing yourself in front of that mirror, looking yourself in the mirror every single day. And as an actor, that's easy. Actors know how to fake it till they make it. Exactly. Now you don't want to fake it until you fake it. That's a conversation Dan and I were having the other day. You know, people just get stuck in the faking it mode, right? Yeah, yeah. Not about always being the act. I think that's where he's stuck now. Getting yourself the problem. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we we don't want to be stuck in the in the fake it mode, but using it as a step toward telling the truth about ourselves and to getting to the point where we really are appreciating ourselves—that's great. Yeah, makes it so much, that puts you like five steps ahead of everybody else who's doing mirror exercises for the first time. True. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier. i mean, if I, I for me, oh, I'm not an actor, and let me tell you, the first time <laughs> I did the mirror exercise was terrifying.
1: Yeah, it's weird.
0: <laughs> it's very weird. It's I weird I told unless
1: you, you make it an acting exercise, and then it's like, oh, okay, so I can I can be fake right now.
0: But right. That's, exactly. I,
1: yeah, it's not as weird when it's when it's something I don't know. I don't know. It's just not, it's when it's an acting exercise, it's like it's for another reason. So it's, it's not as weird as like, I think it, the mirror exercises, you have to be totally honest with yourself. And that makes, yeah. it, it, makes it awkward. Cause it's it, well, it the first time.
0: Plus you're looking in the mirror and you're looking into your own eyes and you can see what's really going on there.
1: Yeah. You
0: can't <laughs> fool yourself. No. You can't fool yourself as to what's going on. You can try yeah. all you want to, but it's just, but mm-hmm. you're just going to mess yourself up in the process. Yeah. Because even then, your subconscious mind is saying, yeah, I know who you really are. <laughs>
1: yeah. And take note, too, if you're not looking yourself in the eyes. Why?
0: Yes. Yes. Critically important. You've got to look yourself in the eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I was saying, the first day that I did it, I didn't have the acting background. So for me, it was literally <laughs> three seconds. I looked yeah. in the mirror. And said, I love you. I said, oh, I can't do this. And I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> that was day one.
1: Yeah.
0: Day two, I was able to double that time to six seconds.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's all about doubling the time.
0: <laughs> and, and somewhere in there, I, I think I may have started doing some acting just as a defense mechanism so I could keep doing it every day because it's mm-hmm. really important to keep going. The biggest thing that will trip everybody up is to stop doing it. Yeah. That is the that that's the one thing that will kill any twenty one day program or thirty day program or whatever mm-hmm. it is is you stop doing it. Yeah, it, it it's it's probably I think I will dare to say it is the only reason why programs fail. I agree. You think that's overstating it. I, I no, think it's really I it. totally agree. Yeah, it's just you, you just have to commit to do it every single day, no matter what. Yep, even if it was just for three seconds, <laughs> at least you did it. <laughs>
1: Eventually you'll get
0: to a full minute. You do. You do. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, 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 the funniest part was the first day that I reached a minute, it was about, I would say six or seven days into it. Mm. And after that minute, I was wiped. I had to go back to bed. (laughs) (laughs) The day was shot. Oh no. (laughs) But it showed how much work, how much effort I was putting into really making it happen, really doing it. And it, oh, it really paid dividends. For me, um, the reason I got into doing it in the first place was I had heard about Jack Canfield, the author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series of books, oh, okay. who yep. was also in the movie The Secret. Um, mm-hmm. And he had written an article in which he said that he used the uh, the mirror exercise technique as a way to shut up all those voices that kept playing in the head. Yep. And I had plenty of those playing, and I was sick to death of them. And I said, you know what? If that gets rid of them, I'm willing to try. Right. And 21 days in, they were a little quieter. Mm-hmm. They hadn't gone away. Yep. But they were a little quieter. 30 days in, they were almost gone. Nice. And to this day, I mean, every once in a while, they'll start to creep up on me, and I'll just do some mirror exercises, and they go away. Yeah. So most of the time, my mind is just quiet. I don't even have to meditate. It just gets quiet. <laughs> well, like that's that. always nice.
1: I take medication really for that. Nice. But that's just my theory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I like doing it the non-med approach. So you know, yeah, that's just me.
1: I think the combination of the two works.
0: Certainly, the, just because you're on meds doesn't mean you can't do the non-med approach too. Right. I mean, there's no indication. My on mirror the label.
1: exercises are way different, though. Like my mirror exercises are just me gassing myself up in the mirror. So like, like what? okay. Like, okay, for instance, today I put on a pair of jeans that I never thought would fit and they fit today. So I'm walking by the mirror and I was like, okay, I see you. Look at you go. Look at you get size 12 today. All right. (laughs) These are my mirror exercises. All
0: right. Hey, that qualifies because still what you're doing is you're appreciating yourself. Yep. It doesn't really matter how you do it. What matters is that you do it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So. All right, well we're in agreement. Mirror exercises are are very useful, and maybe that'll help this guy out too. Maybe he'll decide to to give them a shot because he I'm sure him...
1: something his therapist would tell him to do.
0: Probably. Yeah.
1: Along with journaling, a lot of therapists do tell you to journal. I don't do it, but I heard it helps.
0: Have you ever tried it?
1: Uh Journaling for me is like meditation. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't concentrate. <laughs>
0: Making a love it's to yourself my, in the mirror is so much easier, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is.
1: <laughs> I don't know, I feel like there's like a certain time lock, even though there isn't, but I feel like there should be, and I'm just like, well, I've only been doing this for five minutes, I only have like three, three sentences, this is not enough, even though you gotta start somewhere. But you get down on yourself, and you're like, this isn't enough, this isn't, this isn't working, blah, 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 and then it snowballs into forget it. <laughs>
0: But I want to point out that just because mirror exercises work for us and journaling didn't work for you doesn't mean that's what's going to work for him.
1: But that's true. The opposite could be totally true.
0: It could be just the opposite. The mm-hmm. main thing is it isn't, it isn't one particular process, one particular method. Yeah. That's the magic formula. Exactly. The one that's the magic formula is the one that you tried after trying a bunch of them and you find that one works. That's the magic formula. Exactly. So, use the ones that we're talking about here. Try them out. If they don't work, try some others. I mean, if you are running out of ideas, ask for help on Facebook. I guarantee you'll get about five hundred different suggestions.
1: <laughs> I want to. Where was this post? Because I want to. I want to read the comments.
0: Uh, actually, there weren't that many comments. It, well, when? How long ago was it posted? Um, I'm going to say half a day ago. Oh wow!
1: And not that many comments, yeah. really.
0: Yeah.
1: Cause people on Facebook live for this kind of stuff.
0: They do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like someone uh, needs my advice right now. Oh, you <laughs> got my Twitter fingers.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know what. I'll, well, I'll tell you what. When someone comes out with actual details about what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. I find that's when the comments start to dry up. It's when they just post a general request for help without giving you a whole lot of information. That's where they'll get five hundred different stories.
1: Oh yeah. Most definitely. Because people yeah. are getting nosy and they gotta they gotta know what the situation is before they dish out their advice.
0: Well, no, actually they don't even wait for that. They just start dishing advice because they figure everybody else's problems must be identical to their own. So Fact. <laughs> just drawing Fact. their own knowledge is very Foreshadowing simple. Foreshadowing
1: right? <laughs> into my own life.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Love, let me do this thing with you that Debbie G did with us. She was the guest on Tuesday. This is a okay. quite little routine. So I want you to come up with just the, the first five words that come to your mind that describe me from your perspective.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Hold, five words. Hold on. I got to keep track. So I, do I say them out loud? Yep. Okay. Uh, knowledgeable. Kind. Uh, understanding. Um soft. And Hmm. What's the
0: word for? I don't
1: know
0: a fifth one. Well come up with a fifth one. Just the okay, first thing that comes uh, to
1: mind. Adventurous.
0: Okay. And what Debbie points out is all five of those words you came up with describe you perfectly. What? <laughs> no. It's a way of of recognizing that the world is our mirror. So the things that you're appreciating in me are things that you're actually appreciating in yourself.
1: No, I'm not adventurous at all. Cut it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: I would say all the other four, yes. The number five. Not the adventurous. Yes. No. Although I do like sushi. People call me adventurous for liking sushi.
0: <laughs> You're talking yourself into it. I can see it.
1: Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> it, it just blew my mind. So I got to catch up for a second.
0: <laughs> right, right. Well, it does blow your mind when you first hear that.
1: I'm going to try this on people. I like this.
0: <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah. I really like it a lot. Talk about a way to do um, self-esteem building.
1: Oh, I see what you did there.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So to our friend on Facebook, try that with somebody you know. Yeah. And and you don't even have to tell them that you're going to do it. Just pick somebody you know and identify five things that you appreciate appreciate Mm -hmm. about them. Mm -hmm. And what you'll find is that very likely those are characteristics that can be appreciated about you.
1: I would write them down, too. So that way you can go back to it and remember.
0: That's a good idea.
1: And maybe if you write them down and then you can make that part of your mirror exercises, being grateful for those traits.
0: And and for those who might be confused about how this could possibly work, whenever we come up with something that we appreciate about somebody else, what we're really saying is because I appreciate it, it's something I value.
1: Yeah. If Mm -hmm. it's something
0: I value, it's because it's part of me. Yeah. It's really not possible to value something that's not part of you. Right. It's, in some way, it's got to be part of you. Otherwise, you can't value it. I mean, that's, isn't that the problem that people run into when they say, well, I, I've never had a million dollars. How do I imagine myself having a million dollars? That's why they yeah, can't have a value million it. it's,
2: yet.
0: It's not part of their life yet. You know, so yeah. They don't know how to, to connect it in. That, that's basically the issue. But when we're asked to come up with something about mm-hmm. somebody else that's positive, we always draw upon ourselves for that information. That's how we come up with the ideas. So you really were even the adventurous part, you were actually drawing upon yourself there. But like you pointed out, you had to kind of sit with it and ask yourself, how am I? Yeah, I
1: had to let it marinate for a second.
0: Yeah. And by the way, you'll also notice that when you came up with Adventurous, that's the one I kinda of pushed you on. You just kinda of came up with it. Yeah. You know, so that one was a little bit harder for you, but you were still able to get there.
2: Mm hmm.
0: And the same Sneaky. thing was true once you realized it was. That's right. It is. <laughs> It is. <laughs> but it's a good kind of sneaky.
1: It is a good kind of sneaky.
0: Yeah. Tell me what uh when when you've uh, tried that on people you know. Tell me what kind of responses you get. I'm going to do the same. Thing. I
1: am. I'm going to I'm going to like record this and write this down. I'm going to make this a TikTok actually.
0: <laughs> a TikTok. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. 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 But then I've you get seen all kinds so many
1: TikToks that I want to do on Kenny, but I'm like, how do I get away with holding the camera in his face and asking him questions?
0: Well, that's the beauty of something like this one. You actually don't have to involve somebody else. You can just do it yourself. You yeah. can create, you can make a TikTok recording of yourself doing this. True. And then, and true. then kind of reveal at the end what you were really doing.
2: Mm-hmm. It
0: has the same impact. It has the same value. So.
2: I like it. I like it. Yeah.
0: So. Okay. Well, um, I think we've done just about everything. Have we talked about everything? Oh, well, we didn't really talk about the relationships part. We kind of touched on that a bit. Um, but what are some of the things we can suggest for him in terms of, obviously, he wants to be able to you know, tell the truth when he's trying to uh, build a relationship with a woman or when she's, he's just trying to make friends. But uh, shyness is going to go beyond lying and truth-telling, I think.
1: Well, I pose this question to you. How did you get out of your shyness? Because you were shy.
0: I was very shy. Um And I know you were too at, at one point in your life, and no. shyness. Well, you weren't. I no, you were very young. No. <laughs> no. Oh, then okay. That was the Take other all it back. <laughs> <laughs> I withdraw that comment.
1: <laughs> that is the one thing I was not.
0: <laughs> you were not shy. Okay, and I mis misremembered, but that's all right. Um, what did I do? I literally pushed myself to try things. Mm-hmm. Which goes back to what we were talking about earlier about you know finding things to focus on, yeah, I just tried things, and it took me a long time to try them because I didn't really understand this conscious creator stuff I hadn't not been exposed to any of it mm-hmm. um, i had my life had been quite different from what it turned out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I don't value what I did have because I learned a lot from it, but what I did do right is that when I finally kind of Worked up the courage to try something new, Mm -hmm. which would take weeks. (laughs) I'm not kidding. It would take weeks Mm -hmm. to do that. It it would be, it would be kind of like riding a roller coaster. Yeah. It would be both exciting and scary at the same time.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And a lot of them were false starts.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, I, I tried to go do it and then I'd run away from it before I even got started. But eventually, I would find one that I would do a little bit beyond the full start. I would, you know, try something for more than five minutes mm-hmm. and actually, you know, push beyond that, what they call the comfort zone, what I call the familiar zone, into mm-hmm. that unknown territory that I'd not been
2: around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, the one that really broke through for me was I decided I, I was um, I was involved in a singles group. Mm-hmm. A very large one in Westport, Connecticut, mm-hmm. about 2000 to 2,500 members to this group. Really, really big. Wow.
2: Group. Yeah.
0: And there was a whole story that goes with it. I won't go into the story. It's a, it's very convoluted, but mm-hmm. I came out at the other end of this, this really, it was like a nightmare scenario. I came out at the end of the other end of the nightmare scenario. And I wanted to do something to kind of shake my life up. Cause I didn't like what was going on with my life at that point. I had, I, I knew I had to do something to, Because what was there, I didn't like. What was going Mm -hmm. on, I didn't like. And somebody came into this group and gave a demonstration swing dance lesson. Ah. And I thought, ooh, that looks kind of fun. I wonder Mm -hmm. wonder if I could learn to do that. And so I ended up signing up for the lessons that this guy was offering and found I really liked it. Mm -hmm. In fact, I liked it so much, I kept going back. That was such new behavior for me. I can't begin to describe how new that behavior was. And it actually became a passion Mm -hmm. very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. I ended up taking lessons every single week for like three, four years straight. Wow. Just because I was enjoying it so much. And of course, you Mm -hmm. have to go to dances and you were trying things out. And I was, by the way, I was meeting women. I was making friends. All Mm -hmm. these things that I had not been doing before, I was doing because I had finally found something that I was willing to kind of push past my boundaries and do because... It felt good. Nice. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. And, and for the first time, I was not only appreciating myself, of course, that's where it all started. Mm-hmm. I was also being appreciated. Mm-hmm. Because I, when I went into it, I went in with the idea, okay, I'm going to really learn how to do this well. I, I mean, if I'm going to do this thing that I'm scared to death of, I'm going to learn how to do it well. And yeah, go hard and as the male, my, my role is to be the leader because usually males are are the leaders in, in these partner dance type things. Yeah. So I was going to be a great leader. Well, mm-hmm. I did become a great leader. And all of a sudden, I had all these dance partners because when you're a great leader, they find you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a really nice new experience.
1: Yeah, that's got to feel good.
0: It felt really good. Yeah. <laughs> and so, of course, I just kept getting better and better because I was liking that. That was mm-hmm. really, really nice. You know. Yeah. Now, irony of ironies, I never actually met my wife through the dance community. I thought I was going to. And I was involved in dance for like, I thought I was going to do, I mean, I was there for like 10 years doing uh, swing dancing. Mm -hmm. Uh, What did happen is a friend of mine, one of my dance partners in the community, introduced me to my wife Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: because she was a psychotherapist and she knew this other psychotherapist who turned out to be Louise and um, suggested that the two of us connect together and there's a whole story attached to that. So my point being, if I had gone into it and, and part of the time I was into it, hoping I'd meet somebody. Yeah. Um, but I had to let go of that. Right. Pretty quickly. I ran into the realization that if I go into it, trying to meet somebody, I'm losing the joy of the activity. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to continue to get that joy that I was getting, and this was a wonderful joy for me. Yeah, I had to let go of meeting that special person through Mm -hmm. the dance community. And I did let go of it. And I ended up having a wonderful experience for that 10 year period as a result. Nice. Yeah. So that's how, that that's my breakthrough story. That's how I broke through the shyness. But I think it's going to be different for every person. I think what it really comes down to is the, the commonality is finding what you like by trying things out.
1: I have an idea.
0: What's that for
1: this person? Improv class.
0: Oh, because he likes acting.
1: Because he likes acting, he likes being engaged. He gets to lie for a little bit.
0: He, yeah, <laughs> he gets to true. meet
1: other people. It's it's a win win win.
0: That's an interesting idea. I don't
1: know how that would work during COVID. I have seen some improv classes on Zoom, but
0: oh, sure, everything's yeah. being done on Zoom or, or yeah. Skype or one of those Facetimes. Any of them.
1: Something. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't find it, it's just because you didn't look hard enough. You definitely <laughs> so- didn't
1: look hard enough.
0: <laughs> it's out there, guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Improv would be perfect for somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And we were talking earlier about the importance of building up your own self-esteem. But if you do improv, it's kind of like with the dance. For me, with the, the swing dancing, I wasn't really looking for the swing dancing to build my self-esteem up. But, but it, it did. built my self esteem up.
1: Yeah, it did. That's why I yeah. suggested it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now I had to be working on myself first, which I was doing. Right. I was yep. doing it kind of haphazardly. I didn't have the kind of information that we have now. Right. But within my limits, I was I was doing what I could to take little steps, and it was enough. Yeah. It was enough that when when I started getting the nice feedback from my, from my dance partners, oh my goodness, does that feel good? Mm hmm. <laughs> It felt really, really good. So yeah, yeah, improv would probably be a good idea for him. I think or so. A good idea. Yeah. And they're, they're they're all over the place, aren't they? I mean, it's not like it's really hard. All for over them.
1: The place. Depending on where you live, you can you, you you can't throw a rock without hitting one. But then and there are. Let's some say he, he lives
0: in the sticks, though. If he's in the sticks, I mean, he he can still go online.
1: Yeah, you can go online. Especially now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. I, I wouldn't even let where you live be a factor.
1: Or maybe even start your own.
0: Oh, there's an idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. Start a Facebook group or start yeah, you know, exactly. a social media group of some kind, you know, a LinkedIn Well now group. they
1: have, now they have Facebook, Um, what is it called? It's, I forget what it's called, but it, you, you can, you can ask your friends to join in. It's like, it's basically like Zoom, but it's on Facebook. And you can do that. So I would just be like, hey, do you guys want to do a Facebook meetings? That's what it is, Facebook meetings. You
0: Uh, you guys
1: want to do a Facebook meeting and, you know, throw some things out there and see what we come up with?
0: Very cool. I like this. All right. Well, I think we've given them a lot to work with. I want to make sure I remind people who might be listening for the first time that LOA Today has an app that you want to download. It's available for both the Android and for the iPhone. Just go to the Play Store on the Android, go to the App Store on the iPhone, do a search for LOA Today, download it. It has the 25 most recent episodes, and it constantly updates. And it also has a goodies page where we've got all kinds of freebies from our co-hosts. Um, many of whom are life coaches and energy coaches and so forth. And they're giving you all this great stuff on how to attract money and how to get that right relationship and how to have a high vibe life and all this other kind of stuff, some meditation stuff, really, really good stuff on there. So you know, download and enjoy the Eloi Today app and you know, share the fact that you're doing it as well, because that makes a difference too. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we've kind of run to the end, but uh, thank you for doing this exercise with me. Hopefully it was helpful to our friend and uh, I'll be seeing you in about a week. Yep. Give or take and uh, thank you to our uh podcast listeners as well we'll see you all next time here on LOA today bye